It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. The Guy Benson Show Sunday Replay. The week's most interesting interviews with senators, commentators, and newsmakers. Giving you a replay just in case you missed it. The Guy Benson Show. as a mannequin for J. Crew. He's got the face of an eighth grader in his glove compartment. He's on our list of 40 under 40 who look like they're 14. He's like Peter Pan. He doesn't age and will never marry a woman. He has the face of your nephew and the politics of your dad. Host of the Guy Benson Show and Fox News contributor Guy Benson. Those are priceless. <laughs> we are back. It's the Guy Benson Show. Thanks for listening. GuyBensonShow.com. Podcasts always free. That was just a sampling of some of the generous introductions I received on the new-ish show of my next guest making his debut mm. on the Guy Benson Show. He is the littlest host with the tallest ratings, uh, co-host of The Five and the new king of late night. That is true. That Greg is true. Greg Gutfeld, it is great to see you in studio. I am so happy to be here. It's just I, I, I can't believe this is my first time just with you. Yeah, you know, but uh, well, in um, this context, in this con, exactly. We won't get into the other context because it's filthy. But uh, yeah, it's great, huh? I love those introductions. When you put, when you when you pile them on each other, yes, that's how it works. It's a long game. People don't understand that. It's a long game. You're supposed to do that. You're supposed to have them all like so. It's one person, and it's just relentless. I had forgotten about the one. He has the face of an eighth grader in his glove compartment. That I, was a dark, I, dark intro. I, I I think I wrote the second part of that. Have glove compartment. So I'll, how do these get written? Well, it, it started, I mean, it was obviously started at Red Eye, um, and it was my idea because a friend of mine's band, I had seen a friend of mine's band, and they introduced all the members, like, he's six foot five, runs like a deer, playing drums, Dave Lombardo. And I'd be like, I should do that with my guests. And then I got so obsessed with it, I mean, I would write them, and then other guests who loved them, like Allison Rosen, wrote thousands of them, and she wasn't even, wasn't even working for me. Uh, I think I can't remember if Andy and Bill wrote some. They might have, they probably did, but it was like, yeah, I, I'm sure we did like a round robin thing. I like, like it's kind of like how you do magazine captions, where you take, a, you just. You, you, it goes around the staff, like a picture of something, and people write on it. That's how we did it. And that started on Red Eye. Red, Red Eye, yeah. And it's the hardest thing. Uh, people get re It's very hard to do Tyrus and Cat because you're doing it every day. Right. But it's easy to do you because you're on, like, once every two weeks. But um, it's no one else does it, and it's just, like, something that I can't I, – I don't – I can't – settle on just saying hey we're here with dana perino it's got to have something right. else does anyone ever get upset um some people might get shocked if i if i if it appears that i might cross a line or if you they, would never yes, do such or a thing they, or if they think that i'm making fun of them but i never do i don't think i ever do maybe maybe 15 years ago on red eye there might have been a person or 14 years like that was like never seen the show before and was like what the hell's going on but I, I think it's like we've been, you know, everybody knows what's going on on that show now. Like it's People all, get it. Yeah, it's all teasing. It's all ridicule. It's all like getting under people's skin. And it's like it is like a nightly roast. And people don't, people don't 
I don't think people understood where it was going until it happened. And I told I told Tyrus and Kat that it was like, when we're here every day, it's going to just morph into a roast because that's the way red, that's how red eye red eye became just an, an insult factory, you know. And it's like the best part if you can't insult somebody, you don't like them. That's a fact. In fact, if you sit if you sit if you see me next to somebody and I can't make fun of them, it's because I I honestly am well, not interested. Then you must really like <laughs> Brian Stelter because <laughs> those jokes happen all the time. I will just say, in terms of the support and the fandom of this show not to blow smoke you know this but in the last couple weeks i was talking to one friend of mine who's in his mid-20s in colorado mm -hmm. he watches almost every night he'll occasionally engage in some colorado type behavior and then tune in yes who loves wouldn't? it who yes. wouldn't and then i was just in georgia over the weekend and i was at a dinner party with a bunch of retirees who watch every single night and they freaked out when I mentioned you guys should come to New York and be in the audience, they're like, we're, go we're going to come. Ah. They're huge fans. How would you talk about and sort of explain to people who maybe have heard about the show, haven't tuned in, why has it been so successful? Because you went from a show that didn't exist not long ago to beating all of these mm -hmm. long-tenured on-air comedians who have staffs of dozens of people and yeah. millions of dollars of yes. network TV money behind them. You're beating... All of them. That upsets me. The amount of money and support they have just blows my mind, but I'll get over it soon, I hope. But uh, I, okay, number one, the, the key to the success, too, with, with, there was a hole there that needed to be filled. We knew it. You could tell. Was I ready for it? I wasn't sure. We talked about it for a while, and I didn't want to do it because I felt I wasn't ready or I didn't want the hassle. I was already doing a weekly show and the five. I was exhausted. But how much more work would this be? You know, I, I, I've said this. I told Tucker this, uh, you know, on Tucker's show that I actually called Tucker. And Tucker convinced me to do it. Um, and so the now the, the if I was describing this show to somebody, it's a good mood. There's like no, it's 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 a good mood where you're with your friends and you're just making fun of each other. Uh, there is politics. You're gonna. You're, I'm not a liberal, but I'm also the, almost all of the insults are directed at the host. Like, I, I call myself out constantly for being a complete idiot. And I think that's disarming to uh, people who might not like Fox to see, my God, this guy actually has a certain kind of a, uh, he can see himself, you know? He's not like, you know, he, I don't take myself seriously. No, you don't get mad because people, the question I get all the time after I do your show is, does Greg ever get upset with you when you make fun of him? I'm like, no, that's the whole point. Yeah, no, I... There's, there, I never get happier than when somebody rips me because that means it's like a, it's a group, it, we're a group, and that's the best part. That's why I mean I love like Red Eye with you know, Andy just would insult me constantly, and and I would insult Bill, and it would just be this constant back and forth. It's just a, that's just the way people. It's it's a disarming way of communication, takes the edge off politics, social problems. Yep. And the show gets less political as it goes. Yeah, it's right? a, like A and B block. There's a lot of politics, and then it's off to nonsense land yeah, for a yeah. while. We call it what is it? We, what's the haircut? The uh, it's got the party in the back, serious up front, party oh, a in the mullet. Back. A mullet. It's a news mullet. So it's serious up front, <laughs> party in the back. But the mullet keeps growing more and more, and the serious stuff gets you get bald. So now it's, it's receding all, hairline. Receding hairline. Oh. So it's all bald. <laughs> It's all like you know when you see when you see Jesse without his toupee, oh. and it's just like disgusting. It's a little water shot there. <laughs> He's very sensitive about that. I know. Well, you know, it's like you know, own it, Jesse. And he, he does not have a toupee. For the record, it's a fact check. 
here's the other thing about the space. It's a hair system. <laughs> the hair system <laughs> is something that he can comment on perhaps when he comes, if he comes back on the show. He's a very busy man. These oh, days. yeah, apparently. He's so. got two shows. Yeah. But the space that you play in, sort of like this sandbox of late night TV, I think part of the reason that Gottfeld has been successful, aside from you and the team and Cat and the, what a mm-hmm. what a cool group, the rest of the landscape is so boring. Mm-hmm. They are all the same in so many ways. They are predictable. They either are terrified to make a joke about Democrats or they are just a Democratic super PAC. Mm-hmm. And it's like... People haven't learned the lesson of Fox News for 25 years that people might want something a little bit different sometimes. You know who they listen to only? Their publicist. That's the the least humored person on the planet. (laughs) He's a publicist? Yeah, because I worked in magazines and I had to deal with them. You know, people representing celebrities, they'll scare the crap out of you. They'll 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 blackmail you with like you'll never see have this person on your show. And I represent all these other people. That freaks that freaks these. The producers out, so they got to be nice, and they get these celebrities on that are actually really fun to look at. But when they open their mouths, it's like, okay, I've seen enough. Turn the channel. And the celebrities are a great advertising, you know, uh, uh, morsel. So that works. Right. But you, other they, than that, it's 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 we make our own celebs. They're like, we have bad, uh, we have Brad Pitt tonight. You're like, up tonight, Guy Benson. Yes. It's like I can't compete with that. Oh, uh, you're more you, fun. You're you're our you're our Brad Pitt. Well. Let's you put know. that in my intro tomorrow. I'm on the show tomorrow. Our Brad Pitt. Let's write By it the way, down. You get, that tomorrow show is going to be great. Got Harlan Williams. I've been trying to get Harlan Williams forever. He's so funny. Pretend you know him. So that's tomorrow night, yes. 11 p.m. Eastern, along with, I mean, every night, 11 p.m. Eastern. It's Gutfeld on Fox News Channel. I want to break real quick, Greg. Yes. Because when we come back, we have a quasi-surprise guest, a special mm. guest, a blast from the past that oh. we want to ask about you, your oh, favorite topic. Barry Bonds? Uh, we couldn't get him. This Tom, is, um, uh, what's the, the Tom, what's the guy, the quarterback? No, Tom Brady. Tom Brady? No, so yeah, you're clearly very close with We're Tom. all with to Sarah together. Um, okay. No, Greg Jeffries. Lynn Swan. Was it Lynn Swan? Fifth on the depth chart. We're going to take that break before he keeps rattling, just like rattling off names. Greg Gutfeld in studio with me here in New York. It's the Guy Benson Show from New York. Greg Gutfeld here with me in studio, and we are now going to bring in a first-time guest on the program as well. Mm -hmm. It's Greg's first time, and now let's welcome in Jody Penner. Mm -hmm. She's an experienced nonprofit executive, mother of four, longtime friend of Greg Gutfeld since high school. I met her recently in California. She has many stories, apparently. And Jody, it's great to have you here. Hi, Guy. Thank you for having me on. So I just discovered that Greg played football in high school, and he was a linebacker. Yes. You probably don't remember that, Jody, but I was. No. Yeah, I remember you playing hearts in the stands is what I remember. <laughs> yes, that's true. I did play hearts. But uh, I did play, play football freshman year. You didn't know me then because, you know, girls didn't know freshmen, right? Yeah, so, like, no. I didn't exist. When did you first discover me? Was when, it, when, when you were dating uh, uh, Johnny Giacomini? <laughs> Maybe. I actually think it had to do with um, my other friend who had a huge crush on you. So oh, my God, that's right. That and yeah. then she gossiped. She told some gossip at the supermarket. <laughs> and that got me in so much trouble because I told her about some gossip, right? I don't, it's something like that. Yeah. Yes. And then yeah. it got to the, the manager of the supermarket. And then I never spoke to her again. And she was very sad. She wanted to take me to the prom. 
But I went with Something. some other girl to the prom. Do you even remember your prom date's name? Yeah, Stephanie Von Stein. Oh, that's Do you seems... remember the Von Steins? Oh, yeah. No, you were pretty obsessed with her. <laughs> she, I ran into her on the street like 20 years ago, and she was going jogging in New York, and she had a gun. That was interesting <laughs> to me. But anyway, everybody's gotten old but me. Was she, was she glad that she had a gun when yeah, you ran it into was her? Weird. We like ran into each other. It was so funny. I don't know what we ran into each other on the street. But anyway, I hide. Here's the story. Next to me is my assistant, Elle, who is Jody's daughter. So isn't so, that funny? Jody, you have entrusted your daughter to Greg Gutfeld and his show. Is this good parenting? Well, it, it was it was a tough decision. It was a tough call. So, uh, but actually, we he, she wouldn't really be here if it wasn't for him. Mm. Since Greg introduced me to my husband. Oh, so. I'm I'm, gl I'm glad you finished that sentence because I thought we we were just going to get a big bombshell reveal. That's like, right. This is not the Maury Povich show, to my knowledge. Well, Wait, hang on. So, look, it's, so as Greg. Far as I know, as far as I know, I'm not sure. <laughs> so Greg introduced you to your husband. Wait, how did that happen? Mm. Do you want to tell the story, Greg? I'm. I'm trying to. Where were we? Were you in San Francisco? We, yes. Yes. Yeah. Was it a yeah, Halloween? It was Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Up, Close enough. You were with your mom. Yeah. Was I? Where I was know. I? Where were you? Well, you came to my apartment, and then you were a bunch of your guys, and a bunch of my gals. We all met at um, oh my bus God. stop. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Now yeah. I remember. That's how you met Buzz. So, yeah. so I have to ask you, Jody. You knew Greg in high school. You did not remember that he played football. A lot of ankle tackles, I think, from his position at linebacker. <laughs> How was he in high school and college? Like, is he the same? Like, you just turn on TV and you're like, yep, that's the guy I knew. Or has he changed? No, absolutely. He's, he's exactly the same. He just changed some of his jokes. There's no more throw babies as throw pillows jokes. And he's moved on from that. So. Oh, no. Did I use that one a lot? Wow. Yes. Yes, yes you did. <laughs> I had a tendency to, to say the same things over and over and over again. I still do. If you watch I the like five. I like the news mullet, though. <laughs> Ironically, it's the name of my new band. So. News oh, mullet. yeah, you heard News Mullet. You yeah. know, um, but I have, to credit, I have to credit Jody because she was one of the few people who actually laughed at me. If I remember, uh, you and you and you you and your friends would come over to my house and talk to my mother. Do you remember that? Uh, I think we did it once or twice. Yeah. yeah. No, she, your mom's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Great that's woman, amazing woman. But she yeah. was a chick magnet. She got you guys over to my house. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but yeah, you would. You, so she was, and then we went. We did a formal. We went to a formal at UCLA. That was hilarious. That was at UCLA. I always think how we actually managed to make those plans since there were no cell phones i know how did that come together i have no like, idea yeah like landlines or like carrier pigeons I how pay, this... I, there was a pay phone at the fraternity i must have called her like a month before she goes hey do you want to go to this formal i you can go with this girl and then i'm gonna go with but and then i go okay and then like we didn't yeah. like bother to check up and i just we just show tripped in a crappy car got down there with tuxes oh man yeah. it was it was horrible do you remember throwing those that guy's shoes out the car window Oh, my God, I forgot about that. Why do you remind me of these things? Um, yeah, no. <laughs> that was her date. Her date was probably, a real slime ball. He probably, I didn't, yeah, walk, go, buy. I don't know. <laughs> her date wanted to hook up with my date, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then, and I told you, he came up to me yep. and asked if we could switch. And I told you, <laughs> and then I, because I was so pissed off at him. And then we, and so we found his shoes in the backseat of your car and we threw them out, or our car. I don't know why they yeah. were there, and we threw them out on the 405. Yeah, I think that sounds about like my attitude. Jody, <laughs> since Greg brought up the topic of hooking up, I heard allegedly that when you would bring some of your like gal friends to hang out with Greg, he had a tendency 
of finding them to be rather interesting and and amassed quite i think the kids call it a body count uh, among your friends is that right that, that that sounds about right it was more when we were in post post college in yes. our early work years yeah. um and he'd come visit me in new york and oftentimes there was a friend that we were all going out or even back when i was back in san francisco going out and somehow or another yeah it there was always a hookup involved, right? Yes, Greg? there was. You were yeah. like, you were my wingman before I even I, knew what I a wingman was. <laughs> it did get awkward though because you had a studio apartment. Oh no! <laughs> and you and you were like, she is kindly hosting you. Yeah, in Brooklyn, studio apartment in Brooklyn. I remember. Well, I remember some awkward, awkward moments. Your daughter's right to my right, so I don't know how <laughs> far okay. I can get into this, except to say that you moved to the floor. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Was a, that was such a good host subtle. of you to be yeah, to the floor. But, uh, yeah, we had some good times. We had, a, we had yeah. some great we, – you took me to some great bars. One of the bars burned down. The, it was yeah. a great bar. Quit Squidleys? Yeah. Quibblies? Yeah. Well, they rebuilt it, I think. Oh, did um, they? Yeah. Uh, oh, gosh. No, I'm sorry. It's okay. I can't think of it right now. But, yeah. And it, was like a, it was an old – it was <laughs> – it was an old speakeasy, right? In the yes. middle of that building, kind of? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I also was informed that there was a Vegas trip, and I shudder to ask about it, but I'm going to anyway, with a reminder that this is all, you know, live national radio. Jody, what is a weekend in Vegas with Greg Gutfeld like? Yeah, and again, this was this was during college, so a bunch of my friends drove up from L.A., and a bunch of his friends flew in from Cal. I don't know how we organized that and stayed. Were we in, like, one room? Yes. At, like, a Motel 6? There oh. was so many of us. Yes. Um, so it wasn't, like, cool Vegas. It was, like, 18-year-olds <laughs> in Vegas. It was... <laughs> you know, I. it was like trying to... It was like you were going to go down to the blackjack table, and you had $5. We were trying to find, like, is there, like, a dollar table or something? Um, There's a lot of free drinks going on, though, and, and some all-you-can-eat buffets. Well, yeah, because they feed yes. you drinks, so you keep gambling. We have, like, yeah. 30 seconds, Jody. Knowing everything that you know about Greg through your life, are you surprised at his success? I'm not surprised. He was always super bright and funny, and um, I think he just took him a, his path was a little long. But I remember when um, Jon Stewart had that show on uh, MTV, I thought, that should be Greg. Greg would be better at that. Well, and, and uh, here we are a couple yeah. years later. Yes. Jody Penner, longtime friend mm -hmm. of Greg Gottfeld. Her daughter is Greg's assistant. Say it's hello. amazing here in Fox World. I think her mic's off, but we're waving to her. <laughs> Greg Gutfeld, The Five Every Day. Gutfeld at 11 p.m. on Fox News Channel. Great to see you. Let's do it again. Same here, man. Greg Gutfeld, our guest. Another hour of The Guy Benson Show is straight ahead. That was this week's edition of The Guy Benson Show Sunday Replay. For more Guy Benson Show, go to GuyBensonShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.